We are back with another episode from the Stands Podcast with Jacob and Clint and myself, JC. We're here uh, after another crazy weekend. Um, lots of good games, lots of playoff implications. Um, top five matchup, back and forth, man. I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was on the couch for an ungodly amount of time, that's for sure. Clint, good to see you back in the States, buddy. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, it's good to be back on the same time zone, not recording at 4 a.m. and able to have a a little little toddy while we're talking football. Yeah, no, it was awesome weekend. Um frustrating traveling during uh, some of those games um early in the day. But y'all were y'all were keeping me updated, so that was awesome. Appreciate you boys. We were trying. We were trying. Yeah, we were keeping you updated, man. Yeah, I'm happy to be here, dude. That was one heck of a weekend. That was I think I still think the the stat line or whatever was like this was the most ranked matchup since like 2005. So this was just an electric weekend to be a college football fan, um, no matter if your team won or lost. Way <laughs> I will say, yeah, yeah, this was like one of the the few weekend. Like, I mean, it's only been a few weekends so far, but like there was like no downtime. There was no like lull of like, yeah, oh, yeah. I gotta it wait till the next to the game's next. on. Like, yep, just uh, just kept. You couldn't moving. move from the couch, dude. That's true. Like I'm, def- I'm definitely not mad at it. Not <laughs> exactly. I mean, I was not at all. Well, let's get. Uh, I was like, figures the one well, week yeah. I'm like <laughs> two days. You're right. Uh, hey, it was my first year anniversary, so dude, I I, I messed up too. Not with the no, marriage, well. but hey, <laughs> no, no, you already said it. It's out there now. No, you guys picked. Yeah, you picked the wrong weekend. We to did do anything we did. for we did. sure. Yeah. Well, sometimes it pays to be single and nothing to do, boys, because me and the couch had a good old <laughs> time. <you> go. <laughs> sometimes it pays. It's like most of the time it pays. <laughs> seeing you live your best life every single episode. Uh, fresh. Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> I'm not going to argue that one. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, man. Well, <laughs> let's, let's get right into it. Um, starting off with the number one team in the country. Georgia Bulldogs taking on UAB. They made light work of that 49 to 21. Uh, moving on, number two team, Michigan. Um, they beat Rutgers 31 to 7. They actually, the spread was 24 and they won by 24, so a push. So still 0 3 against the spread for the season. Definitely didn't help me and Clint out any on that one. Um, but kind of no yeah. surprise there. That was uh, Harbaugh's first game back, right? Or is he still yes, starting next week? Yeah. yeah. Nope, Har- that was. Harbor's, uh, Harbaugh's first game back so no surprise there they got a dub so um number three team in the country that was texas they took on baylor i think they were what 17 point favorites give or take 14 points it, it was 14 17 somewhere around in there, somewhere around mm. there. they won 38 to 6 so they easily covered that um kind of i can say texas is back not the bama win now they're taking care of where they should be right i mean they were up 28 6 at halftime and then and closed it out didn't give up a point in the second half so yeah i, w- I would say that's kind of the texas that we weren't used to was like how oh, they make a big they have a big win and be like oh we're back and then they'd go like like you said lose to a to a team like this kind of thing so maybe they're back maybe they're for real we'll see moving on to um one of one of the more anticipated games of the day um the biggest um at noon that's for sure i would say florida state and clemson Florida State coming in only, what, two and a half point favorites, I believe. This game was in Clemson. I mean, look, I don't think you could ask for a more exciting game back and forth. Clint, I'll get to you first before we move on to Jacob. I know you didn't get to, to necessarily watch all of it as, as you were doing some traveling, but um, did this game surprise you anyway? I know we 
we talked about, I think we were both on Florida State side with the two and a half. But for a while there, man, um, we were talking right before we started. At different points in the game, there were times where I thought Clemson looked like the better team and they were going to pull it out and they were getting some momentum. And then Florida State kind of had their run of momentum too. And I'm like, oh, they're going to close this thing out. Definitely back and forth, momentum going back and forth. Like, what did you think of this game? And what does it tell you about, I guess, Clemson kind of going forward, two losses early on in the season? Yeah, I I agree. I feel like uh, from what I was able to watch while I was traveling, plus what y'all were updating me with, uh, it seemed like Clemson was a better team for the vast majority of this game. Now, Florida State was able to answer a lot of the scores. They were able to come back, and the game was a tight game for a little bit. And then... Clemson started pulling away and you'd be like, okay, like this, this game is looking like it's going to start getting out of hand for Florida state. And then <clears throat> we had that one drive where y'all are, y'all are marching right down the field and Malfa misses a block and sack fumble touchdown, huge block that one singular play to me was the biggest game changer by far out of the entire game including the questionable you know decision making towards the end of the regulation where instead of kind of being in attack mode and scoring like i get you're trying to burn off some of this clock because you don't want fsu to have too much time because again they they've kind of been scoring too but you already have kicking issues so to play right. for a field goal that's risky and you're putting a lot of pressure on some guys that are already struggling. <clears throat> and then Jacob, I know you're gonna lay into this part. The in overtime, it's what, third and one? And they run like an RPO and Kate throws it to the flat. They just need a one yard. And it's like, what what is happening? Why yeah, you need give one it yard? Shipper, like, damn. And I I think I saw a clip where after the game, <clears throat> somebody clipped a, a part where it shows Sweeney on the sideline, like looking at Okay, like one yard. We needed one yard. Why are you throwing to the flat? Like, just y'all, Clemson had it. And I was sitting there going, like, God dang it, Clemson's still good. Like, as a Carolina fan, I was like, mm-hmm. this sucks. And not really, but because obviously I want y'all good. So when we play and we win, it looks that much better. But I, I, again, the whole time I thought Clemson was a better team and I looked it up. Uh, I don't know if y'all are familiar with um, post-game win win expectancy. So essentially, it's um, an average of the win expectancy throughout a whole game. So like, say it's like second quarter, second down, and 14 or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. At that point in time, say Clemson has an 84% chance of winning the game. However they calculate it. Yardage, field position, all that. ESPN kind of throws something similar (laughs) up. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So post-game win expectancy is an average of all of those win expectancies throughout the entire game. Well, Clemson had a 77% post-game win expectancy. So essentially saying... Like, that was like their average? That's yes. just that? Yes. That's, oh, wow. So, and that kind of reflects on what at least I saw, I think most people saw, that Clemson was a better team. They, they had the game up until that, you know, that big moment. I get it, the, the, you know, the end of the game, as far as in the regulation and then over time uh the the play calling and the decision making wasn't great but that that sack fumble that changed the whole right. entire it, it brought fsu right back into it and, and then it was kind of a 
kind of a new game from there. But yeah, Jacob, I, I know you got a lot to talk about it too. How, how are you feeling overall about it? And then you can kind of dive into, you know, hey, what real you quick, saw. I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to oh, interrupt sorry, Jacob there just because I, I just want to touch on your, the two things you said about the run pass option. Mm. Um, the, the same issues we had talked about with Beamer and, and the run game with Carolina about, hey, we need to call more like actual design runs. Like we're given run pass option. The problem is on in an RPO, the quarterback's making a decision based on the look they get, right? So if it's third and one, and you run an RPO and you have X amount of men in the box or you have the advantage in the box. If Cade's making the right read, maybe the, the throw in the flat was the right read. So in that scenario on third and one, that's on the coach. Don't call an RPO if that was the case. Call an actual run and let him know you're not you know, checking out of this. We're going to run the ball. Yeah. Because like I said, if you're playing a whole game and you're running RPOs and that's the look they give, that's as a quarterback, you're, you want the best matchup, right? That's, that's kind of why Peyton Manning was so good all his years and making checks at the line. Look, they're going to give whatever they give us. We're going to change it at, at the last second. So if that was the case, put that on the coaching. And then what sucked about that fumble that you said that Moffa allowed and, and Jacob will touch on this because he mentioned the group. It was Moffa had just had that huge run. I mean, just like a 50-yard run to just gut front of Florida State, and then it's just like, and now you, you whiff on this block. So, Jacob, the floor's yours. <laughs> well, I mean, y'all took all of my points, but that, that's, that's, that's good. That's good to hear from another uh, unbiased, hopefully, fan base about this. Um, Clint, that was very interesting stat, the 77%. I kind of, and maybe while I'm talking, I don't know if you can find out, what, what, what would that win probability stat be for the Duke game? I'm genuinely curious now that you, I don't know yeah, if you I'll can find up. that. Yeah. Um, while I'm kind of talking, because that's just kind of interesting, because that kind of stuff that has described Clemson season so far, we're we're gonna be leaving out of September. I think we play again Saturday, so that's the thirtieth. I I don't even know because I'm so upset about this game. Yeah, that's who the we 30th. play. Who we play again? So we could leave September with. Uh, we're leaving with two two losses. We hadn't had that happen in a long time. Feels like. Um, so it's it's down to be a Clemson fan right now, but. I don't want to be super down on this um, just overall because like y'all have been saying, we were probably the better team for a majority of the game. Um, having this game at home made a huge difference, I definitely believe. You could see the talent FSU had across the board. This is no slouch team. We lost to a good team. But I'm not going to blame Florida State for being good. I'm not, I'm not going to look at anything other than what we done and we what we did as a team and as a coaching staff, honestly. Um, as a fan, you want to call out, you know, things that we're doing that's causing these issues. Because, like I said, this game was a close game. In fact, like you said, Clemson was winning most of the game. We, Florida State never led this game until overtime. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, we were up three nothing. Uh, they they came back and tied it at the you know at halftime or ended the second quarter. Or to start the second quarter, it got back to seventeen all. But I mean, Clint, you you and JC both nailed it. The 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 true turning point of this game was that film off a big run. We had all the momentum. It was a packed house at Clemson. Place was going bananas, and we felt like we were about to go score again, about to make it a two score game. Um, and it just kind of film off a got another handoff after you made that fifty two yard run. It went nowhere. Then the next play, we, we call a pass, and Phil Moffa was just looking over on the left side of the field like something was over there, and the linebacker just came right in. No, nobody stopping him. Took the guy, took K completely out. Um, they ran it right back, and the crowd just went. It's almost like half the stadium left 
And it just, it was that much of a momentum killer. Um, and, and then beyond that, what really, before we even get to overtime, the end of the game, like we got the ball back with like a minute, something like that left. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually called when it was actually like less than a minute. And we had the ball in like their 48 because they went for it on fourth down. And oh, that's right. Yeah, we had a chance. I mean, we have this freaking kicker, Robert Gunn, who's not accurate, but he's got a hell of a leg. Like, if, if this happened in the NFL, we'd be calling out the coach and like, that's terrible time management. First of all, that was terrible time management at the end of the game. Because oh, yeah. we play, we call that draw run. I didn't see that coming. I thought we were going to actually definitely throw the ball, try to get 15, 20 yards, give our kicker a chance because he can make it from 60 if he's accurate. That's that's kind of questionable. He's got the leg. But take a chance. Yeah, take the chance. Take the chance. And we just completely fumbled that. Like, yeah, you'll have to fumble the ball, but that play was over and there's like five or six seconds. They were just standing there. Like, you easily could have spiked it. Exactly. We could have easily spiked it. We had no timeout, so we couldn't call time, but we could easily have gotten up there, spiked it, and they just looked at the sideline like, what do we do? Like just throw our hands up. Like that's that's got to be on the coaching staff. I it's hard to just put it all on Dabo, but like the Dabo's got to get that shit straight. There's no, been that one's that, on him. That that is a head coach thing. That's on him. Exactly, and that kind of goes into the overtime. I mean, the, the the first of all, the touchdown the FSU scored in overtime. That that was a Keon Coleman masterclass. Like that was a beautiful throw by Jordan Travis. The receiver was one on one with. Uh, a second year sophomore that hadn't gotten a whole bunch of playing time. I don't remember the dude's name was a white kid that was covering him one-on-one. The safety got out there way too late. Mm-hmm. I mean, that dude's too talented to leave wide open like that, but that was because I think Wiggins went out with an injury or was limited. I don't know if he played or, or whatever that, that overtime, if, if any at all, but that was a beautiful decision on FSU to, to take advantage of that matchup. And it was a dime, beautiful throw, but, when Clemson got it to third and one, like y'all are saying, I, I truly don't think that was an RPO. I had to go back and look at the the replay of that now um, because y'all got me kind of second guessing. I thought it was personally a full on screen. It which is been worse. A if that was the case, that's worse. Which is worse. Yeah, then, and that's then what I was saying in the group chat. Coach. Right. I was saying that in the group chat. I was like, why the fuck are we throwing a screen on third and one when we've got fucking Will Shipley? We've got Phil Moffa, who's a bowling ball. We got Kate Clubnett, who's already scored a rushing touchdown from a quarterback sneak in the game. Right. Like all you need is one yard. You know you have to score a touchdown. That's the beauty of going second in overtime. And you've got two plays to get that one yard. Like, why the fuck are you doing that? And then you go into fourth and two. And y'all said that the uh the pass, I think, was deflected at the line for the little slant. I think it, it might like have it been I could four tell yards it. behind the receiver. Yeah, it looked like he just absolutely sailed it. And then one of the commentators said it might have been deflected, but the way the ball was moving, it didn't look like it had been deflected at all. Yeah, it's that that whole second, like the end of the fourth quarter, and then the the, the way the game ended, and it's just all very questionable. And that's why, Clint, I wanted you to look up the, that Duke stat now because that's what it was at Duke, man. We were just failing and, and just missing on execution, and it, that's just been our the the reason we haven't we've got two losses this year. Like we're a damn good yep. team. You look at the freaking box score. The total yards we had 120 more total yards than they did. It was all rushing the ball. We have a damn good defense. We kept them the 22 yards rushing. Like 
we've got a damn good team. Y'all are laughing now and smiling, but no, you wait no, until we come re- to Columbia and ruin reason, y'all's night. No, the only reason I'm smiling, man, is because like I see you and me. Like this is us that, on a uh, weekly basis, same. and it's, I'm yeah, just yeah. glad that it's not me this week, bro. Because I've been the same <laughs> way, yelling f this, f that, bro. Because yeah. it's so I, frustrating. I, yeah, I appreciate your passion. Yeah, it is. It's, it is because you're like right there. It's like how the yeah, are we yeah. not winning this game? Like, yeah. no, no. So That's yeah, I'm true. not laughing at you. I just. I've been there, done yeah, that. I was I feel your pain, bro. Dude, I'm, 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 to, I'm catching some strays here. <laughs> yeah, I was not laughing at you. No, it's just it's. But, I can tell like you started like cordial with some stats, and then like towards yeah, the end of it, you like, were just ah, kind of building up. Need some therapy. Hey, which but I have no. a question, and we we don't we don't have to touch on this long because we've already we've already beat this so many times. But I guess somebody at ESPN was listening to our podcast because they did a an animated graphic. Of of Dabo Sweeney standing in front of a house with the door and seventeen Florida State recruits going into the door next to him. No, they like, didn't. Swear, swear to God, Wasn't dude. That you animated, I, didn't you bro, see that? Did I not, bro, it's Dabo. I swear to God, standing there and it says Dabo recruits zero, and then all the Florida State guys are coming to the did door I next. Did not him, tell y'all in the group to, chat. And it goes to seventeen. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know if Jacob, you've seen anything. I know you had a busy weekend, but like, if if any more talk has now come from the Clemson people about that. But I was watching that graphic like, this is actually hilarious because this is like everything we've been talking about. Like, I don't think it needs to be the main story, but it's obviously still a talking point if they made a whole graphic about it. Hey, that'll be the talking point like this coming week when we watch all the shows and, and people show up to work on Monday and then they start right. talking about this nationally. Um, it, dude, and that's what I told y'all in the group chat. This is what it's going to be. It's going to be this was the transfer portal versus the true recruiting game. No matter how the fuck this happened, this is what it was going to be. And if Florida State wins, the recruiting, that's bullshit. You need to get you need to go into the transfer portal. That's all it's going to be. We were the better team this whole damn day, the whole damn game. So I I don't have and much I, more to say on it. I think that that point right there is the frustrating part. If y'all got waxed all game and lost by 14, 20, whatever, then mm-hmm. It'd be like it'd be easier to swallow. Like, okay, yeah, we're screwing up. Dabo, he's he's screwing up. We need to actually use the transfer portal. This it's clear now. Uh, but the fact that y'all were the better team for a lot of this game and kind of had it, not necessarily in the bag, but if y'all would have scored instead of the fumble, even a field goal, that it just yeah. feels like such a different game. And because it played out the way it played out, now you're sitting here like. God dang it! They're going to keep saying it's about the transfer portal, and we could have won the game anyways. I I feel I feel your frustration. I I can sense it through the screen here as uh, <laughs> as you're going off, which I I understand, man. It it sucks, but it, what, yeah. what's also scary to think too is God, what if Clemson would use the transfer portal? How how good they would be? I mean, and it, not right. not to they, they're not a team that would have to like JC mentioned this before. Sometimes a transfer portal isn't like a Colorado type deal where you're replacing an entire team. Sometimes it's just filling a couple holes. Like if you had True. just a, a a difference maker, like a wide receiver, somebody that on third down you know you could go to guaranteed is going to come down with the ball or something like that. I I think I mean y'all, it, it's just frustrating. I, I I feel for you, man. I'm sorry. So hey, that that's my question to you, Jacob, and I'll I'll just play devil's advocate to, to Clint's point because I don't necessarily agree with this. It's more of an overreaction, one game take, but a good point. Hey, maybe we don't need the portal, right? We obviously competed with this team who had a bunch of portals. Like we're not that far off. On the other hand, if you say, okay, like Clint just said, maybe we just grab two or three guys, 
does that push us over the edge? Yeah, we don't need to get 20. Can we just get two or three playmakers? So, like, I, do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, yeah. do we need a couple to just... I genuinely think that, I mean, we technically do have one transfer portal on, guy on the team right now. But that's beyond the point. Like, no matter what happened in this game, no matter what happened, I think, this season, if Clemson lost every game or won every game, won the national championship... I think regardless in the future, Clemson as a program is going to be using the transfer portal more than they have. Been. It's going to happen no matter what Dabo wants. Some kid's going to want to walk in there and he's a freaking four-star, five-star recruit and Dabo's going to be like, yep, sure, let's let's go. Like, it's going to happen regardless of what happened in this game. This game right here specifically makes it the pressure even more and that that can be kind of aggravating, I guess. But it's going to happen. But the, the problem here in this game too is like, we actually cleaned up our mistakes. That was the issue against Duke. And we didn't have any turnovers until that one. And that one, you look at the box scores, the one turnover, and that completely flipped the game. And then it's like Clemson shit to bed. Like we didn't know how to run a, why are we throwing a screen on third and one? Why can't we spike the ball and kick a field? Like, and plus two, like we didn't even mention Clemson had the opportunity to win this game before at the very end of the fourth quarter, we had a 30 yard field goal with like a few minutes left. And, we had a, a new kicker, and he had played well the whole game, but he just barely missed it left. Well, Yeah, there I, was like a barely, minute, 40, minute 41 on the clock when he missed that, I remember. Yeah, so, I mean, we also had that opportunity, too, and I don't want to not mention that. So, I mean, we had this in the bag, but it's just frustrating, as y'all well know. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just one of those games, man. Yeah, I don't uh Dabble kind of said it probably best after saying if we win this game we're on top of the world and we lose it and it's just sick to your stomach yep what year is Caden this is his second year he was a freshman last year this true, is all technically true, his first year true, true fully starting yep. how, how do you people people hate on him I, I guess I, I don't know maybe just because the Clemson standard I don't feel like he's that bad like he makes some silly mistakes sometimes, but God, uh, across the nation all year so far, we've talked about quarterbacks making silly mistakes outside of maybe mm-hmm. five quarterbacks. Yeah, I'll tell like the Heisman guys for the most yeah. part. And yeah, the dude's a baller. Like he was getting smacked a few times, and dude, he would just get up. Like he took a couple pops. I'm like, ooh, he might just like roll around for a second just to kind of catch his breath. And he just like yeah. popped up with like smiling. Like just one of those dude, guys. The hit. Yeah, after he the takes fumble, he's on the. They show him on the bench after he got hit and fumbled, and he's laughing. Yeah, yeah, he's kind, like, he's kind of, like, which, well, which honestly good, did, wasn't like a not caring. <laughs> to me, realized like, all right, he's just ready to go. Like he's like, huh, cool, good for them. We're ready to go to the next one. That's how I yeah, saw because, it. I was like, yeah, he's, I, exactly. That's how because they were going down the field. They were going to score. At least I, it yeah. looked like they were going to score. And he was just like, dude, we got this. Like, yeah, yeah, they fum- right. yeah, we fumbled. They scored. We're fine. And if, obviously, it didn't play out that way. But I. I don't. I. I guess I just don't understand why people are on this case so much. I guess when you lose, yeah, it's I mean, easier to start pointing fingers. But, um, yeah, yeah it, just, it is, I, and it's the program he's at, and like the position that Clemson's been in the past couple of years. We expect we have this high standard now. We just kind of expect like if we lose three games a year, it's like a bad year for us. Now back in the day, JC, you know this. When we were much younger. It's like, damn, that's a hell of a year. And now we have this the standard, and it's kind of for flowing. a bowl game. Exactly, yeah. and it's like flowing into we got to have this super special guy because we've had we've been craving that Trevor Lawrence, we've been craving that Deshaun Watson since we've 
Um, they've already moved on to the NFL. But, I mean, Case got good stats. Nine touchdowns, two picks for this year. It's just the QBR is 46.8. And that's that's basically it's just his decision-making, decision the shit-making. And uh, yeah, he's he's got to clean that up. And honestly, you got to be able to catch a snap, too. Like, even in this game, he kind of – the snap hit him in the chest almost, and he just, like – he's fumbling those. He's just making little itty-bitty, like, freshman mistakes because this is really his first full year starting. So. He's he's damn good. He'll be here for at least another year after this year. Like he he's gonna be good. JC, you said when you first saw him, like throw the first couple times. He's got that arm talent. Yeah, he's special. Yeah, I will say, and maybe yeah, maybe it's just the high expectations. Like he's still got that arm talent, but he's definitely not. Not that he couldn't be. He's not Trevor Lawrence. He's not Deshaun Watson. What they were able to come in and do in their first starts, right. and they just like they just had the. And I'm not saying he doesn't have the it factor because like, he's still. I mean. We're like being very nitpicky. Dude's a hell of a player, but yeah. yeah, when when that's like the people you're, you know, succeeding, like coming after, like it's yeah. The the comparisons are gonna be are gonna be tough. It's like like what they say about any any game, you know. The if if you if you win, sometimes the quarterback gets too much credit, and if you lose, sometimes he gets too much of the blame. Like, and that's kind of where he's at, and he's just gonna have to get used to that because he's playing at a high profile college with national championship expectations from the fan base and from the country. So. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. He, look, it, it's early. He's going to have to deal with a lot more than this. But, I mean, you guys will be fine, man. That, that was that was a hell of a game. And for, for people to be talking about Florida State being national championship contenders and you guys go in there and, or they come into y'all's house and y'all do that and should have pulled out, pulled out a win. Like, same thing with last week with uh, Georgia and South Carolina. Like, there's no moral victories. But as a fan, right. you can be like, all right, like, we're not that far off. Yep. And I will say for his... This season, we've already got two losses. It's going to be hard to get to the ACC championship now because there's no divisions. Um, Florida right. State more than likely will be undefeated, and who knows how the rest of the year will go. But like this Saturday, we travel to Syracuse. Like Syracuse has got a top ten offense right now. We'll get more into that in the pre. I don't pre- believe it. Episode. Don't buy it. I'm not buying any top. No, 10 I know he hadn't played a, a defense like ours yet. But like, right? You guys uh, will win we, by two touchdowns, probably. We still have a decently hard schedule left, Notre Dame included. So like, we've lost three games the past two years. We could. Oh god! If we don't I clean forgot y'all still Notre Dame. We could lose more than three. Damn! You guys did clean. Miami, you guys, you guys State, did clean Notre up. Dame. You guys did clean up what I talked about about the Duke and CSU game. Like that fumble. Like I mean, that's a mistake, but it's not like you guys are making dumb mistakes with Duke and Charleston Southern. Like that mm, was like yeah. a. I mean, it was a dumb mistake from the running back, I guess. But it's like they made a good play too. Like giving credit. But who do you guys play last week in the season? We're at Carolina. Okay, <laughs> just checking. So that's at least. But we three, played three yeah, Like we still have a tough schedule because we, like I said, we got Miami, uh, Notre Dame, NC State, you know, North Carolina, y'all. It <laughs> like we talked about it. We were we were ragging on your schedule at the beginning, but it's getting tougher now. It's looking like it's getting tougher. I've been saying that for years. <laughs> just ACC is finally catching back up to me. If if well, y'all had to pick right now, bad time. Is Florida State? Like, if you had to set the playoff, the playoffs starting next week. Is Florida State in the playoffs? Based off what you've seen. Is is Jordan Travis's left arm dangling like that or not? No, no he's that's healthy. True. He's healthy. He's healthy. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, at their best, maybe. But, like, it, would I pick four other teams above them right now? Yes. I agree. Yeah. I Yeah, I would pick, I would pick four other teams. I would probably have yeah. Georgia, Michigan... Who who just uh probably Texas? I probably put Washington. I would I would I was gonna say, dude. Yeah, I would probably go Washington or or, Oregon. I mean, they just 
kill Colorado. Though they'll play soon. Yeah, I'd go Washington or Oregon in that four spot, yeah. to be honest with it's you. It's still really early for that, but yeah, I would have... Florida State would definitely be... If they made it, it'd be a four. But they may, may even be a five. I don't know. That's why, dude, next year, man... It's next year, right? We get this the 12-team 12. Playoff? This is the year to do it. My God. We said that many times before, but... The reason I ask is because no. I, I, Florida State, not that this game was them playing around with their food because Clemson was, it's actually a good team. But this is the second week in the row that Florida State's almost gotten got. Week before was True. Boston College. Yep. This week was an unranked Clemson. Clemson should be ranked, but nonetheless, they're, they're, they're getting close to screwing up and they continue this for the rest of the year. Somebody's going to get them, I think. Now, if they, they tighten up a little bit and because they got the talent, obviously we've seen how good they can be. Um, but yeah, as of right now, you know, I, I hyped them up as a, a playoff contender. They're in the conversation for sure. But if it continues like this, I don't know if Washington wins out, if Ohio State or Michigan went out, Georgia wins out, um, and then a couple other teams, like depending on how the, the Oregon season goes, like I don't know. It, it's just weird. I think their Especially strength of when, schedule won't be won't be as tough, maybe like ranking wise. Like, yeah, if they play North Carolina and Duke, but Washington's going to play Oregon and USC. Oregon on the flip side is going to play Washington and USC. So I think yeah. they have a better chance of if they run the table. I think their resume is going to maybe look better. Well, then again, well, oh, yeah. I guess it depends on LSU because Florida State did beat LSU, so that kind of goes into it too. If LSU keeps playing it, well, it does. And what Clemson does rest way will kind of like how good of a win was this for him. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, like Washington, they they could beat USC and win out, and then Florida State, you know, could lose to be the ACC champions, but lose by one score to Florida at the end of the year, and it would be like, well, who do you put in, or whatever. So I mean, it, it's there's still a long way to go. So I, I don't we'll see. I, does Duke have to? Would they have to lose twice in conference play for y'all to have a chance? Say say Florida State wins out, and. and Y'all are trying to go to the playoff or the uh the conference championship. I, I'm guessing Duke would have to lose twice now. Plus, well, y'all lost yeah. to him, so there would have to be a tiebreaker. Oof. They would, they would have the tiebreaker. Yeah, so they really, have to there would have to be three. Right? For and that, and yeah. that's if North Carolina loses that many games. Yeah. Well, they would have to lose two. Right now too, so. and they're, y'all play North Carolina? Yeah. We do, right before we play all the weekend before. I'll be at that game. Hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be wild yep. to see how this plays out for the Miami's oh, undefeated right now. Like in in all of it, like there's this ACC. I don't, it'd be a miracle if we make it to the ACC championship right now. Yeah, hmm. we'll I see. can't blame anybody but us. But did you find that uh, Duke set? Yep, it's uh sixty three percent for Duke. That's oh, the, yeah. I thought it was gonna be like fifty something for yeah. Clemson, like the whole whole game. I don't want to be irrational and say like this has never happened before, but that is crazy that we've been average favored throughout two games like that and we lost them both. No, that was no, Duke. No. See, that was, that was Duke. Duke. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Duke was favored that meant. Right. Okay, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah. Now, I will say that, again, Clemson did a little better team, but like JC was mentioning, the mistakes y'all were making so often throughout that game in particular, I think yeah. the way that when expectancy played out, it was just favoring Duke. But if you, the eyeball test, you're like, oh God, Clemson was actually a better team. Well, they did go up yes. early pretty quick on you guys. It seemed like no, they de- yeah, they definitely went up early, but you guys had chances. But yeah, yeah, we'll see. A lot to uh, yeah, the ACC is wide open right now. That's for sure. Um, a lot, a lot of good teams, and see how it plays out. We'll move on. 
Um, not a lot on this game. I definitely didn't stay up to, to watch the whole thing. I watched some of it. Number five, ranked USC, taking on Arizona State. 31, I believe, and a half point favorites. Only ended up uh, winning by 14. They won 42 to 28. Um, Arizona State kind of surprised some people, surprised me. You guys got anything on that game before we move on to the, the biggest one of the weekend? No, no. no I mean, uh, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Other than the fact that I picked the wrong side of the, the spread there and I, I was regretting it. Dude, before the game had started, I was like, dude, that was a dumb pick. Um, What'd I tell you? Yeah. Think. Well, the reason I, I swapped was because you picked USC or uh, Arizona State, and I always get to go. I know. I'm trying to. I know. I, I you said you're gonna dumb. fade me. I said, come, come, hang out, come join me. Yeah. Let's do you wrong. I'm still gonna fade you, but I'll just no, I, consequences. Didn't, I didn't think that was a dumb pick. USC, if they're gonna be real this year, they gotta have a defense eventually. Like my God, do it against Arizona State. Nope. Like, come on. I'm not gonna do Ooh. it. I do no, see Marshall Lloyd. That was, that was, my bad. Marshawn Lloyd had a, a whoa, whoa, whoa. 14 carries, 154 yards, 11 yards a carry. Boy, uh, boys representing out there. Against Arizona State. Well, that's more than we could do here in South Carolina. The one, the the carry I saw, he actually fumbled it. They had like a read option and miscommunication. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, that shit. was the first quarter. So I, I, did, I did see some of it. Yes, Arizona State got the ball and like like the 15 going in, I was like, oh, shoot, they actually might score. I, I didn't think they were actually going to score at all this game, to be honest, even though I picked cover. But hmm. I didn't have yeah. a good feeling. Oh, man. All right, let's move on to definitely the biggest game of the weekend. Game day was there. A lot of talks. I mean, just, just an exciting weekend. Notre Dame hosting Ohio State. This just, you know, for as much shit as I talk about the traditional powers and uh, like the the kind of recognition they get i you kind of see why too man like this atmosphere this crowd from even from friday watching pat McAfee show being on like being there on campus and then watching game day saturday i mean it was absolutely insane uh night game at notre dame green jerseys gold helmets ohio state coming to town dude it just felt like a, a big game and um definitely one to remember right? i mean goes down to the very end ohio state ends up literally walking it off those that doesn't happen a lot in college football literally hand the ball off on the one yard line to score to win the game, which if you look at the replay, I mean, even like the ball was like the tip of the ball was like barely across the plane. I was like, man, uh, this is going to be crazy if they try to overturn this. But Ohio State definitely looked like the better team at the beginning, had more playmakers on both sides. Marvin Harrison goes out for a little bit in the either the third or the fourth. He ends up coming back in. He was making some big plays. Um, but man, what a game. What did you guys think of the game? Um, Jacob, I'll start with you. Um, especially with you guys having Notre Dame, you know, coming up on the schedule. Yeah, dude, I, I, I think I remember saying in the, the preview for this game, like how close these teams were. Um, I think I even labeled out their defensive and offensive points per game and they were like right there. You add them all together. They're like dead even. And that's kind of what we saw both teams right within 11 yards or 15 yards of total yards and stuff. So, I mean, this, this game was a barn burn. It was, it was, it was good. Um, crazy to walk off like that. Um, I would just, this, this is the kind of game I'd love to see these guys play multiple times. Uh, even though Notre Dame lost, they shouldn't drop that much. And they didn't, they only dropped from nine to 11. Um, so these guys may see each other again later this year, but this was one hell of a game. I hate though, that Sam Hartman basically sat out the last, 
you know, last half of this fourth quarter. He barely had much of a chance until that very last play after the touchdown and score. They had like one second left to, to do like a little, you know, Hail Mary or something. But um, dude, this was a heck of a game. Clint, what'd you think? Uh, yeah, so this is one of the games I was traveling for most of it. Um, but it kind of, you know, with Notre Dame particularly, we talked about it's not just the offense, it's the defense, and I feel like their defense did pretty good on both sides. So both for Notre Dame and Ohio State, this is a a defensive game for sure. Um, Ohio State, we we talked about it kind of throughout the year, not quite as potent on offense as they have been in years prior. So this turned out to be one of those games where, it, and it did, it, it came right down to a last second drive where some some funny business, you know, the last couple of plays with Notre Dame maybe not having enough men on the field and head coach saying, well, we didn't want to take a penalty here. And it's like, okay, well, you're, they're already on the one. Like, what more do you have to lose? You, <laughs> yeah. you, you didn't, you didn't feel the, the whole the game. defense. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, uh, that was interesting. But yeah, I mean, a great win for Ohio State, like you said, Jacob. It, you, you play these two teams this year, in particular. You play them ten times; they they probably go five and five. Um, I I was a little, I guess, validated. I was Ohio State not playing a lot of tough competition to see how their defense would actually hold up against some a team that could score, and they did. Obviously, did pretty good. Held. Notre Dame to 14 points and Notre Dame's been scoring on everybody so far. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, from, from what I saw, that's just a good old fashioned slugfest game where, you know, somebody had to win and it just happened to be Ohio State on a last, literally last second score that barely crossed the goal line that took several yeah. replays to verify. So, yeah, it was a crazy game. One of the, one of the good ones of the weekend. Yeah. I remember like the very first week they played uh, Ohio State play, uh, played at Indiana and they only won 23 to three and mm-hmm. everybody was freaking out like how Ohio State's not good. But I was like, you know, you're normally your first week, especially with a new quarterback, your offense may struggle, but the defense look, lights out only giving up three points. Like, like that's good to see. And this kind of comes to fruition here. Um, only giving up 14 to Notre Dame. It was, they yeah, had I mean, seven all the way up until the, I mean, they had zero points at halftime. This defense is damn good. Yeah, it was it was uh, the over under was like at fifty five, and it was way under that at thirty one. Um, but no turnovers. Both teams were within. Ohio State had like fifteen more yards total than them, so like very even game. To me, the difference was going to be if you watched a few times throwing the ball to Marvin Harrison Jr. Just an absolute cheat code, just one on one making some crazy plays, and then Ohio State did have that one uh one run, big run at the end of the game with um. Trevion Henderson broke a big play, kind of looked like some of the Ohio State running backs from the past. But yeah, I, I was surprised by like the lack of high scoring. But then as the game got going, I was like, you know what? I kind of prefer we haven't had like a a slugfest. You know, it's, not in these conferences. It seems like it seems like right. Big Ten were high. I mean, Big Ten's older, old school kind of, but like these Ohio States and Michigans of the world are, are high scoring. And um, to me, I, I think it validates both teams. Everyone was down on Ohio State. If you listen to Ryan Day's pre- like post game on the field speech, you could hear the anger and passion he had about Ohio versus the world and all that. And then it validates like Notre Dame's also seems mm. like they got their guy in Sam Hartman, albeit just for this year. Um, like unfortunately for Notre Dame, you know, puts them out of the picture for now, but I think they still play enough competition. They can mm. with some help from others, jump back in there. 
but for Ohio State, definitely like control your own destiny. Sitting, you know, top five. It, it's crazy to yeah. think too. Just a couple of years ago, Ohio State it was a team that would score seventy, and you're just hoping the defense could, you know, hold up to keep it, another team to forty. Like they almost had no defense, and now it's almost like they flipped the script. They're they're pretty stout defensively, and offense is not bad. I, we just we compare them to what they they have been before. They do enough, and uh, obviously they did enough this week. It's great, great win. But like you said, JC Notre Dame's got you know, depending on how the rest of the season plays out and how college football goes every year, you never know what can happen. And Notre Dame's got enough competition because I think they play USC as well, right? This year. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So they still have enough on their schedule to where they can still kind of um, argue their point that they should be in the playoffs should they win out. So yeah, it's gonna well, be I mean, interesting heck, to see moving forward. They got game day going next week. They're going to Duke, and that'll be where game day is at. So, oh, really? I, I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Turn that. around and prove that. There, there's a ranked team already. There you go. <coughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. I think, yeah, like I said, they, they'll need a little bit of help maybe going forward, but um, that's going to happen the rest of the season. Somebody's, you know, it's going to kind of, mm-hmm. people are going to start beating up on some people down, down the way. Um, all right, guys. I mean, look, this is, I'll be besides Clemson and Carolina, our favorite team to talk about um, by, by far, and just for hilarious reasons. But number seven, Penn State. Um, it's a whiteout game taking on Iowa at home. Iowa, Iowa now averaging twenty eight point three points a game coming into this. Uh, seemingly, the assistant coach, I'm sorry, the offensive coordinator's job is safe for now. I think Penn State had a fourteen and a half point spread, something around that. Um, I just want to give you guys. Uh, picture. I think it was like the second quarter, maybe. Clint sends a text out saying <laughs> Iowa has sixty-three point or sixty-three yards of total offense. I was like, that's crazy through two quarters, <laughs> and uh, the game's almost over. And I just want to see how many yards they've gotten. And they were sitting at seventy-six. I looked back at the text. It was like two hours prior to this, so Iowa ends up seventy-six total yards, uh, four first downs. They threw for fifty-six. They ran for twenty. Um, all the while Penn State throws for 182, runs for 215 on 57 rushing attempts and absolutely demolished the Hawkeyes 31 to 0 points per game now at 20 and a half Clint do they have enough games going forward and enough terrible opponents to get that average back up to 25 or are we just going to be teetering around this for the rest of the season no this is hilarious no. man they are so. Fr- <laughs> I said this in the the preview. They're fraudulent. This is so. And then we've done this several <laughs> seasons. Why are we ranking Iowa? This makes no sense. We're putting Clemson down to like the forties, but we're ranking Iowa. They had less than a hundred yards of total offense in the entire game. How is that possible? I mean, other teams, other like mediocre teams, play the top tier teams of the nation. Now, Penn State may be one of them, but they have well over 100 yards of total offense. Just You could almost lean forward into more than 100 yards of total offense. <laughs> what was your, your Georgia Tech stat? <laughs> 500 yards of offense or something for Georgia yeah. Tech? Yeah. And, so, and, and they're not ranked. I don't know what it is. I don't know who. I don't know. If, I, I just don't understand. I, I'm glad that this played out the way it did and kind of ex- you know, obviously exposed like okay Iowa sucks like can we stop talking about them um, so l- l- can I we can I do something for you real quick Let, can I can please, I read please. you I'll, I'm gonna read you Iowa's drives summary 
real quick. Oh, God. Oh, I, Let me I see if I wait. get this. It's story right. time with Clint. It's a new segment. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Iowa. This, this is their first drive, and I'll, I'll read the rest as, as we go. Six plays, punt. Three plays, fumble. Three plays, punt. Ten. Nope, that wasn't that wasn't them. That was definitely Penn State. Three plays, punt. Three plays, punt. Three plays, punt. End of half. <laughs> Three plays, punt. One play, fumble. Three plays, punt. Five plays, fumble. End of game. Iowa is hot garbage. Stop talking about them. No wonder there are people there. bet the under. No wonder people just on their team just like, I'm so bored. We can't win a game. There's none of the cornfields. I'm going to get on an app and I'm going to bet the under. Of course. What, what else do you have to do? They shouldn't be ranked. Oh, After that God. performance, they shouldn't be ranked for the next three years. I don't care how they get there. But I know what, what sucks is we still have to I'm talk done. about them. We still have to talk about them. Well, do we? dude, Iowa's not going to be ranked yeah. anymore. I know. That's but... what I'm saying. They got to be added to our no matter what Clemson's ranked, we're going to talk about them. We're going to no talk about it. Yeah, because like their schedule, they can probably still do this. They got Michigan State, which is in shambles. They play them next they week. They won't score 20. They'll score 24 on Michigan State. Maybe, maybe. But, I mean, they got Purdue, which took a step back. They got Wisconsin. But they got Minnesota and Northwestern in back-to-back weeks. Y'all saw what happened in that Minnesota-Northwestern game this past weekend? No, but they still didn't, won. Um, didn't, didn't Northwestern on anybody. I think Minnesota was up like huge, right? And then Northwestern yeah, came Minnesota, back in the fourth, like twenty something down. Yeah, they uh, Northwestern was down to Minnesota by twenty one points going into the fourth quarter. It's fucking Northwestern, and they came back and beat Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota's hot garbage too, along with Northwestern. Uh, so they got man. those two teams and Nebraska and Illinois on the schedule to finish the year, and Rutgers, which Rutgers is all right, but that's fine. Schedule, They're not going to score twenty five points a game. They I mean, win. they should. If they can't, dude, like... They can't. <laughs> they can't. Car- South Carolina is... F- I was going to wait to the... I can't even wait. I was going to wait to the second last segment. <laughs> I was like, our first drive, we we threw a one play was a touchdown, which was more yards than... I mean, our first of all, yeah. our, first, our first drive yeah, was more yards than they had the whole game. But yeah. our touch- first touchdown to Xavier Leggett was more passing yards. Uh, Cade McNamara went 5 of 14 for 42 yards. We had 42 yeah. yards on a single play. Dude, check out check out this stat. I know we're just roasting Iowa right now. If you're a fan it's of fun. Iowa, I'm sorry. But you, you, uh, I got a buddy that, comes that, that listens as an Iowa fan, so please. Oh, man. Well, shout out to you because you're you, one of the most dedicated fans I've ever heard of. But Iowa's punter had 366 yards of punting. <laughs> That's a record. It's got to be a record, right? That's, That's your record, insane. dude. That, That's insane. Dude, he came and what sucks is play. he's going to be the one getting kicked off the team for betting. Dude, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude literally needed to ice his foot you feel bad? after the game because it was swollen from punting so much. Do you feel bad that Penn State wasted their whiteout game for this? I mean... I, part of me is like, yeah, but the other part of me is like, kind of like spiteful. I'm like, no, I'm glad they just absolutely... Just do they only do one a destroyed year? Destroyed. I don't know. I just Maybe they do, but they maybe they do, do more than more one. Than one. Yeah. But if they don't, they wasted it. No, because they got way more energy. That was, dude. Like, who who was it? Boring game in the the preview. Who 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 mentioned it was wide out? Was it Jacob that brought I up that it's actually wide out? Game? I, I, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Jacob. I think he did. Yeah, because as soon as Jacob said it, both me and you, JC, were both like, "Oh Jesus, okay, Christ!" Like this is <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, be good. it's over. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh man. Well, from a team that can't score to a team that can score. Ooh, yeah, nice. I like it. I like what a, what a transition. 
Um, another team that covered the spread, as always. They haven't let us down yet. Oh, man. Jacob, how's that tattoo feeling, brother? Michael mm, Penix Jr. going spicy, off dude. again. Tingling? I bet. Being, being, being where it's at. I believe it. Are you getting that thing like colored in as the season goes on? Like they win a game, you get the helmet colored nah, in. Nah, dude, it's already they been win colored in. It's like a hell, oh, okay. you know, like every touchdown a quarterback gets, he puts a little sticker on. I'm adding <laughs> to it. Ooh, nice. I like. Now that. we're talking. Now exactly. we're talking. So are you go going up? Give the, us those stats for us. I know you got them written on. Are the you back going up the back with the tattoos? Or are you going like around the waist, like a like a, like a belt? Like how how are these tattoos? Dude, I, <laughs> what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start with the left cheek. I'm just gonna fill up the left cheek and then like oh, fill up the right cheek I, and then I'll go up the spine, make a huge. Dick, because I love this guy. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, he fired her off his time. Oh, I love yeah. this guy so damn much. No, that was you amazing. Do. Nineteen and twenty-five, three hundred four yards. Another game with four touchdowns. Three hundred four yards is the lowest of the season. But uh, with Washington, not- Washington, it was already up fourteen nothing before I even blinked because they had a punt return for a touchdown and a pick six from Cal. So, I mean, Penix didn't even play until like four minutes to go in the first quarter. So he kind of right. sat out a quarter anyway, and they still scored 59. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this team is something else. This team should not be ranked seventh right now. Like, they should be at least in the top four. I know it's hard to move back some teams, but like, you think Georgia's stopping this team? Do you think like Michigan's stopping this team from scoring at least 40? Them teams can't score over 40. Like, Put this team in the top four. Put some respect on their name. I actually agree with that, with at least yeah. putting them in the top four for how they played. Like I said, we'll find out soon. Their schedule, like like the last couple teams we talked about, their schedule is going to give them the opportunity to prove it. So um, I know we put it in the chat, like second week of October, they'll be playing Oregon, and I think they play USC the following week or if not the week after. So we'll, we'll find out here pretty soon. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're playing like... T- it's one thing to like have these couple games when you're playing versus some like FCS teams. It's another thing to just keep it going versus conference opponents and other FBS team. Like mm. it, it's it's video game numbers is what it is. Um, so I, I didn't think he would keep this up every. I mean, they're averaging fifty some points a game. It's absolutely outrageous. Well, that too. I just realized after that uh, comment I made, my 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 mom may listen to this episode. Oh well, well, just own it now. Oh, no, nothing, nothing. She's never heard before. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you gonna roast me like that, man? <laughs> I wasn't really thinking about the context. Sorry, I'm sorry. Apologize. That's my family no. too. Apologize. Yeah, this yeah crossfire <laughs> over there. That's interesting to watch. I'm just over here enjoying the enjoying the drama. No, the um, we talked we talked about this several times. We don't have to dwell on it too much. But yeah, like y'all y'all mentioned it. Washington killing everybody, and that's the thing. Like. Most of these top teams that we've seen so far this year, they've had a little slip up here and there they, against teams that they really shouldn't have slipped up against. Washington hasn't had that. They're literally just destroying everybody. Yeah, we want to see what it looks like. It gets a really good team, of course. But up to this point, yeah, why are they not top four? They're, they haven't slipped up even a little bit. Uh, so, I mean, in my eyes, is who would y'all put ahead of Penix as far as Heisman candidates so far? I mean, y'all know I picked him uh, preseason to win the thing, so nobody yeah. for me. I I don't think, I don't think I would. I don't know. You can put Caleb Williams ahead of him. I know that's like the national like consensus right now, but I don't. I think he's played way better than him. I would say. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, uh, they're just going off. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see. You know, Hope, what, what's their next? Uh, what what 
what's their first big game? I know, JC, you're making their schedule. Yeah, it should be Oregon, I believe. They got Arizona next week, and then they're um, home to Oregon on the 14th. Okay. So they say they get a bye week. They play next week, get a bye week, and then Oregon. Bye week right before Oregon. You're going to give them a bye week before Oregon? Man, look out. Yeah. Look out. Hold on. The schedule of the last four games right now is at number eight, USC, and then home to number 10, Utah, at 19, Oregon State, and then home to 15, Washington State. Yeah, like I said, so, they're gonna damn. they're gonna get their chance to prove it. Like he's gonna get his Heisman like opportunity oh, yeah. to to have some moments. So, and that's what um, we talked about, right? Like sometimes you have a, an amazing player that's on a mediocre team, and they're just not gonna win the Heisman because they're not winning. So this might be the perfect right. storm for Penix to actually win it this year. So, <clears throat> be a hell of a story, that's for sure. Well, speaking of somebody else that's trying to make a, a Heisman name for herself, who's been putting up crazy stats, Bo Nix and the Ducks just absolutely dismantled Coach Prime and uh, Colorado. 21-point favorites. You guys were both on it. I thought maybe Colorado could at least keep within 21. Um, very, very wrong. At halftime, uh, Dan Landing, coach of Oregon, says, you know, we still, we still got unfinished business. We're not done yet. At that point, I think it was like 35-0, maybe 35-3. They ended up scoring only seven points second half. So 42-6, to Oregon, you know, made, made light work of Colorado. What do you guys make of this? Is it a surprise or is it just like, look, Colorado is still, you know, a team that won one game last year and and they're they're bringing in a lot of new guys. Like they weren't going to go undefeated. I don't think anyone believed that. But Clint, does this change your mind? Like I think Colorado is still a good team. Does that change your viewpoint on them, or it's just like, look, this Oregon team, this offense is just you know out of their league right now? No. So okay, in the preview, I said I felt like the chickens were going to come home to roost for Colorado, and it did in a very right. loud yep. way. Um, very loud. Now, yeah, Travis Hunter was out. That's obviously a massive blow to a team that kind of relies on just a handful of players to carry them. But I don't even know if it would have mattered. I, maybe they don't win by that many, but I, I still think it would have been an absolutely dominating win by Oregon. You could just tell there's a difference. Like, again, what Colorado has done, let me take this back. What Dion has done is, is crazy. His brand has brought in these players. He's kind of like gelled together. Some of these myth, misfits of the rest of the college football world to have a, a okay team, but it, it it people were going off the rails and were like, and this is what was annoying me. They're like going off the rails about them being a playoff team and them being the favorite to win the Pac-12, and it was like, no, like yeah, they 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 yeah. are better than what they were. What Dion is doing is incredible because it is, it, whether you love him or hate him. He's completely flipped this program around for Colorado, but they're not that good yet. They they have some flashes, Ouch. and well, listen, they just aren't. I agree. I mean, I agree. They're good, and, but they're not winning the Pac-12. Game. Yeah, and that's okay. That's great for what Colorado has been before. This is an amazing year for them, regardless of this game. It's still a great year, but people were going crazy, and were saying that they were a freaking playoff team, bros. What? No. And it shows right here. And Oregon is not the best team in the nation. Uh, now, they look great. They can score. But they're not the best team in the nation. And they got absolutely embarrassed. This is, and part of this is because it turned into a show. And this is what was annoying me the most. It wasn't just about football. It was about Dion and the show. And this was yeah. evident when co- college game day went to the Colorado-Colorado State game. And it's like, What? Okay. Yeah, well, we had like Florida and Tennessee and yeah, some other games like, going on. Okay. So and then there was all kinds of celebrities there. Part of this was a show. 
So that was what's irritating is that it wasn't just about college football, which is fine, but don't get mad when they lose and everybody's like, oh, you just like, you don't like that he had a lot of attention on him. It's like, no, I don't care that he has attention on him. He's doing awesome things. I just don't like that y'all think they're a playoff team because it's absolutely incorrect. And, <laughs> right, right, right. Yep. Uh, so that was my takeaway. We, you know, we kind of talked about this in the preview. This is, at least I said it, this is not really an indictment of what they are as a team. They're still, they have a lot of good players. Hopefully Travis can come back soon. Um, but yeah, so you mentioned the halftime comments where they didn't want to, you know, let up going into the second half. Did you see the pregame speech where yeah, he was like, yeah. They're playing for clicks. We're playing for wins. I was like, okay, that, that's, yeah, a, Dan, Dan that's a Switch like, statement. Me and Jacob were talking about that before we started. Like, you got to say something like that about because that's, you know, like, I know Dion is a real coach, obviously, and he wants to win and he's not, but that does kind of something he brings and he brings all that attention like you brought on. So, like, yeah, you got to have some talking points as a coach. And I think that probably was a, a very good statement to make to your team right yeah you played it was it. and it was that's the thing too it was like to his team it's supposed to be just his team and it yeah because people out and it's like yeah yeah of course yeah they were blowing it up yeah, like oh my god like no these dudes he's, he's come on he's got have you listen to kirby yeah. smart coach speak before the game dude kirby smart it wasn't like, oh, yeah, yeah. That, uh, you're like oh my god exactly oh, it wasn't like last week where the oregon state the oregon state coach was like saying that shit to the media you know what I'm saying? This yeah, team was just yeah. saying it to his team and everything. But right. But yeah, th- this game was uh, this. What I learned from this game is one, Travis Hunter. It means a lot to have him. Like I said, two, two five. Like it's almost like having two five star players missing. But you're like you're saying, even if he's good for seven, maybe even ten points, this is still a blowout. But I learned that, and I knew this in previous years. You have like three different levels of college football. You have like in previous years maybe five elite teams or maybe even 10 like this year i think we have like 10 really elite teams and then you have like this mid-tier from like 10 to like 50 and then you have like just a bunch of trash like yukon and stuff's way down there i think what colorado's done this year they made the leap from one of those trash teams and made it to that second tier mm-hmm. and they may even be elite in that but when they come to play an elite team like this top 10 kind of tier it's almost like making a jump to the nfl and these these boys were just were not ready not Dion's fault it's not anybody's fault it's just they're just not ready for that yet they already have beaten their their over under like this has been a hell of a year but they're going to lose these games they may even lose them even worse but my one thing too that bothers me a little bit is did y'all see that Travis Hunter you know he's like a, a, a twitch streamer too on the side I've seen uh, it, yeah, yeah. I saw that yeah did you see that he was streaming on his twitch during this game it yeah, wasn't like he was watching it he was it was like halftime and they were down and he was Oh, is it halftime and stuff? But like he was which, streaming hey, a game, whether it was just halftime or not. Still, yeah, yeah. Wait, that's wait, kinda... wait. Was he streaming like him watching the game, or was he streaming like no? He was, no, he was, was playing a game. He like, was like streaming. playing like mm. NBA Two K and like yeah, yeah. That that's kind of worrisome. I wonder what Dion will say about that. But um, no, oh, yeah. man. Just I do yeah. no Dion. I haven't heard, heard a lot of negativity. Yeah, yeah like, probably. And. D- Dion came out too, and he didn't really make excuses. And this is why I like Dion. I get it. Like, he could rub some people the wrong way, but he, at least he comes out and he owns it. He's like, dude, we suck, dude. We were hard garbage. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what he said. Sweet. There's yeah. a lot of Oregon players doing the whole, like, watch thing. And he yeah. was like, dude, they earned that right. The duck, Stop the being duck mad came at out it. with the Dion shades. And, oh, dude. Man. Yeah. With that, yeah, the hat and everything. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, he's loving it. Look, that. I mean, that's, 
that's what comes with it, man. You got to be ready. If you can take it, like you can dish it. You got to be able to take it when it when it's your time. Yeah, mm. and he does, dude. And that it didn't sound like Shador made any like excuses either. The little bit I saw in his post game. No, I mean it. Like I said, they're not a bad team. It's just it, now it puts in perspective. Okay, yeah, like we know kind of what they are, and everybody knows. Not just people that have been watching football for twenty something years, like because. Yep. This show that I was talking about brought in a lot of people that n- normally aren't really college football fans or you know watch college football religiously. I thought right. that Col- Colorado was the next best thing. And it's just Honestly, like, now thinking ahead. about it, is Colorado the the west, not west coast, but like the western <laughs> South Carolina? Like, think about that. Like, they're actually a really good team, and they can beat a lot of teams they play, but they have a decently hard schedule. And that holds them back. Like y'all both are mid tier teams. That second tier team. Compare, I don't think you can compare a team that won one game last year. No, I'm talking about this, this year. This year, what you have on the field with Colorado this year, like has it been the Carolina of the past couple of years? I, I not, and this is. I hope I'm not sounding biased. I just I think when you look at the the the, the roster, I, South Carolina, even though we're not obviously an elite team, I think like. And even though we don't have that much depth, like our talent, like through and through, is just better than what Colorado has. They have like a couple of top end guys, yeah. And that's literally, like I said, that that's kind of what's carrying that team. Um, so now I, I get what you're saying, but I wouldn't necessarily equate the two. Um, okay. even just on an outcome standpoint, definitely not with a uh, media standpoint. What's going on with uh? You know, Dion yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad you said that because that's kind of what I was saying. It's like the outcome because y'all will beat a Mississippi State, like Colorado will beat a TCU, but then you'll play like a Georgia and y'all play Georgia good this year, but sometimes you'll just turn around and get blown out by Alabama, Georgia, and that's what happened here. So that's well, but, but to see, that's that's the difference though because we're talking about Alabama, Georgia been blowing everybody out for the last few years, but yeah. besides this year, I guess, is an exception. But yeah, I, I think that's been happening to a lot of teams. So um, I, I see where you're going there, but I don't think quite there yet like i don't know i think probably because the media portion out overshadows the other thing so it's like hard for me to look at it through that lens that's true i'm just um, glad my phone's not gonna blow up with colorado crap every five minutes dude it was just getting out of hand you're like oh my god dude, this is well they play and they play usc saturday so see what happens oh never mind yeah, we'll all right i'm sure we'll be right back at it <laughs> jesus yep dude this oh, oregon man. i know right. we talked about colorado but this oregon washington game coming up I'm looking forward to that so much. Does Oregon have anybody kind of sketchy between here and the Washington game? I'll I got you up. right here. Uh, they're at Stanford on the 30th of this Saturday, and then they got a bye week too. Oh, oh hell yeah! Look at oh, that. That's oh, game of the year. Oh Jesus! <laughs> this is gonna be okay. Yeah, sweet. I like that. And then they then they play Washington State, then then uh, Utah. If mother freaking college game doesn't go to that, it's at Washington. Oh, uh, no. Like, They'll be there. They got to be there. Got to be there. That's game of the year, there. boys. Mm. Oh, well, let's keep it the Pac-12. Um, Utah, UCLA, still no Cam Rising, still no update on that situation. Utah beat UCLA 14-7. Not a lot on this game. Besides, UCLA did keep Nate Johnson in, in check as far as the run game goes. He only ran for two yards. Um, look, I think their Whoa. defense is a lot better than than people think. Um, UCLA's got some talent on the offensive side of the ball. So 14-7, kind of a not a Pac-12 score, if you will. But um, yeah, just, you know, Utah just getting more wins without Cam Rising, man. So um, yeah, they're kind team. of proven they're, they're pretty pretty good team there. 
Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously we 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 picked on the, the spread and stuff. The very uh, the final score fourteen seven Utah. The very first play of the game, you, uh, UCLA throws a pick six, and that kind of just feels like the difference in what we were betting as far as the spread. I'm like, God, that's, yeah, it was like four and a half, wasn't it? Yeah, four and a half Utah's yeah. way. Uh, yeah, I I still feel like UCLA's okay. They're pretty good. I think they just had a down game. They picked a bad time to, you know, not not really show up. Utah good though. They, they, especially that defense. They're, they're, yeah, their defense is doing that, man. Just good analysis. Like, is Utah good. Yeah, Utah. Utah good. So now, dude, I I I got this game completely wrong. I thought that Dante Moore was going to go in there and just light it up, um, especially with Utah not having Cam Rising, but. Once again, I was proven wrong by Utah. If I ever bet on a Utah game, slap me because I cannot figure out this team. Like they just continue just to pull out wins, I guess. And if yeah. I bet that, I'd be a happy camper. But it's not what it ever looks like it's going to be because I thought UCLA would come in there. Dante Moore's been lighting it up, um, but he, like you said, the first play pick six, he looked like a freshman out there, and that's what a good team does. So, hey, they're they're getting it done, and they they still got a lot on their schedule too to to go for. All right, let's move on. Number twelve, LSU. Um, crazy game. Um, you know, coming off a, a a pretty perfect game last week versus Mississippi State, they pulled out a win versus Arkansas, thirty four thirty one on a last second field goal. Look, guys, I oh that was the guy. That was the guy. I just remembered it. Rocket Sanders, Ishmael Sanders for Arkansas, um, was not playing that day. So their number one running back, pretty much their, it's literally a KJ Jefferson and Rocket Sanders show. Is like how yeah, their offenses yeah. ran. Mm-hmm. Um, and with him being out, I didn't realize it till right before the game. And I was like, oh man, I, that's going to make a big difference. I, I felt like LSU coming in a 17 and a half point favorite. It's only win by three, but I, I was high on Arkansas mainly because like watching them play last year, um, and just kind of what they can do when they're playing well and they can control the run game. And if KJ Jefferson, you know, can make plays with his feet, which he did get out, gets out of the pocket and make some throws downfield. It didn't surprise me. I think this is big for LSU to win a rivalry game like this close to kind of help propel them going forward because you know the rest of the year is going to be cupcakes jacob did you get to watch any of this game i know i think this was was this going on the same time as as uh the clemson game or is it a 330 kickoff i can't remember i think it was a noon kickoff as well right uh, i'm trying to look at it again i i can't find it to tell you exactly i can't remember either no actually it was a night game my bad it was that night okay yeah I, now yeah now i remember texting about the game winning field goal late so you're right um. Yeah, dude. Like this was a heck of a game. This was probably voted as like the best SEC game of the week for sure. Um, I I just wish Arkansas played like this every game of the every day because I was they they were had like huge expectations this year and they kind of already got two losses and stuff. Now I know they got a hard schedule and stuff, but this was good for LSU to pull out a win. I, I still have them as my SEC pick of the year uh, to win it. So, um, Jaden Daniels is. Still a damn good player, man. You take away that one half against FSU, and he threw for 320 yards and four four touchdowns this game. So, like, he's still a damn good player. He's probably still, I would say, at least in the top 10, maybe top five Heisman voting. I don't know. But he's been lighting it up. So, this is a hell of a game to watch. Yeah, I, yeah, obviously, he's still a good player. I, I did look uh, some of the game afterwards um, earlier this morning, just looked at some of the highlights. Um, Jaden didn't look perfect. Like you could tell, like there were some not really issues, but he just wasn't that sharp this game. Now the numbers don't reflect that. He was twenty of twenty nine, three hundred twenty yards. Yeah, the, the 
that's a good game. Uh, but you kind of tell like there's still some like I don't know shakiness there. Uh, but that I don't think that was the issue this game. I think it was just Arkansas came out and was like they really wanted this win. It was like odd. They kind of been sleepwalking. It feels like through the first part of the year. What's up? <laughs> they really wanted this one. Like odd that they really wanted this one. Yeah. Well, the the. It seems right, like though. they don't really care so far this year, and then they just yeah. show up. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's just funny what I'm to saying. Hear. They got a good team, like they do, but yeah, they're yeah. just inconsistent. Um, yeah, interesting with them not having to run it back, Rock Sanders, and then they still you know, perform pretty well. That shout out to them. I know they didn't get the win, but um, dude, the West is odd. Dude, the West is so odd this year, especially compared to what it's been in past years. Um. It's like who knows like what's gonna happen. And obviously we'll get to the Alabama almost game later, but um yeah. Uh, LSU pulled it out. The only loss they have so far this year is a non con game, even though it's the Florida State. So they still control their own destiny. So we'll see how this plays out moving forward into the um later part of the year and talking about the uh, SEC championship. Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny you say that because as much as the West does feel <clears throat> very open compared to the last few years, I think it's still going to come down to Alabama and LSU. Kind of like Dude. it has in the past, you know, which it doesn't feel like that, but not like looking at it, that's what it's going to come down to. Well, it's yeah. almost like uh, you say that like, and I agree. It's almost like Alabama like took a step back and like none of the other teams took a step forward to meet them. It's like, damn, Al- Alabama still might be the best team in the West, even though we talked about right. like, oh my God, like, Panic oh, button, really? at least me. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, there's still a lot of seasons. Slow down. Um, <laughs> at, le- at least they pl- they're playing middle row now. Well, but anyway, yeah, uh, it's it's interesting because it's it's kind of like the the chances that these other teams had at hand starting the season with Alabama trying to get their shit together, and none of these other teams can really capitalize. So uh, it's interesting to watch. No, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think that is kind of how, you know, Alabama's taking that step back. And Georgia the last couple of years has obviously with two national championships proven that they've, they've had the better roster in the past. And then uh, Texas team goes into Tuscaloosa and, and, and beats Alabama by 10 points, whatever it was. I, I think you're right on that. And you're and it does seem that way, like, that LSU hasn't made. Because LSU had a kind of roster drop-off. You know, they had the whole Orgeron stuff. They had a lot of guys transfer out. Obviously, it lost a lot of guys to the league. Um if it weren't for Jaden Daniels coming in transfer wise, like they weren't getting like no recruits had really panned out for them at the quarterback position, which honestly has kind of been their story. Like they haven't had like, I mean, you know, Burrow transfers in, but in the past, I mean, besides Jamarcus Russell, like they've had some like me- mediocre quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're right. I, I think that kind of you, you're like, man, let's uh, somebody step up and win the West. But, but I don't think it's going to happen this year. I mean, I, I think if it's going to, like I said, it's going to be LSU, um, which at this point, that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But, but let, I mean, let's go ahead and go right into it. So the, the next game we're going to talk about is Alabama Ole Miss. I felt early on Ole Miss kind of had the momentum. And I will say, and I'll let you get into it, Clint, since you were on the panic button mode, which I think was warranted at the time. Look, I think they're going to stick with Milrow the rest of the year. I think they have to. But he definitely is just like, he makes some crazy good plays. He's athletic, mm. but he's not a, he's just not the thrower that, you know, unfair comparison to Bryce Young was or Tua or some of these other guys they've had in the past. 
So they're just going to have to suck it up and kind of figure out a way to win with him at quarterback, which is still fine to do. Like we're nitpicking a very good roster at Alabama. Like mm. they still have, have a ton of good talent, but it's definitely not the same with him running the show back there. So panic button wise, did you feel like this is a, obviously a step in the right direction? It's a win. How are you still finger still over the button? Or are you kind of off of it? As far as just the season in general, like so, I think they're gonna, uh, I think they're gonna lose another game this year to somebody. I just think that's how they like, right? Because I mean, they played Ole Miss, and we talked about this. Ole Miss is not the best team in the West. Uh, it might be either Alabama themselves or LSU. So we still have to see what that looks like. Um, panic button wise, I, I'm, I'm not hovering over the top quite as much. Again, this was after they, they were playing you know, Buckner and he threw for 32 yards or whatever it was. Um, right. Right. So I'm, I'm starting to back off a little bit. Again, we talked about, you have to start Milrow. They did. And like you said, man, he, he's a talent with decision-making wise is not great. He makes some really weird decisions. Got a good deep ball, but like mid range, it, it, it gets shaky. <laughs> so when it gets into like red zone territory, when you have no, like you have to have a mid range and you know be able to, to hit those ten to twelve yard passes or whatever. It just it kind of not really falls apart, but it just gets weird. And decision making wise, the teams are able to obviously because of the shortened field being in the red zone, they're able to just kind of capitalize on that. I think it didn't he throw a pick six or something, or he threw an interception in the red zone during this game. I was trying to track this throughout the yeah, uh, through one my travel. Um, so yeah, it's like. Uh, I mentioned this in the chat, dude. I feel like Saban is probably just inside his own skin, boiling because just going from because in past, even if you didn't have the greatest quarterback, going back years, like if they weren't the greatest talent, they were at least good decision makers. They were good. Like there's a I forget where I heard this Game from. Managers. Like, yeah, like you have fighter pilots and you have bus drivers, and if you weren't like smart enough to be a fighter pilot, like you could at least like just drive the bus and get the team to where they needed to go. <laughs> and I, I feel like, that. I like yeah, that. that's good. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like with Milro, you almost have like a fighter pilot that's sitting in the bus driver's seat and he's just like, he can make really crazy plays and then like absolutely wreck the bus. And you're just like, Oh my God, can you just pick one to either be amazing talent wise or just make smart decisions so uh, this is still better than what they were doing with Buckner obviously um, panic button 100%. wise no um, I'm, I'm backing off just a little bit but it's still like um, I'm worried because uh, it's not to play LSU and this is cons- this is like assuming they don't slip up anywhere else Um, so we'll see but knowing Alabama, they'll probably figure it out and Milro will, you know, straighten up and, you know, make smarter decisions. That right there. Right. Yeah. So that phrase right there, I can't, to- I can't top your, your, the way you analyze it. Like that was amazing. That bus thing, um, that hits it right on the, the, right on the head there. But I, why I never put my finger on the panic button with Bama is because I've seen him do it time and time again. It's like a, I've grown gray hair because of it. Um, because <laughs> Nick Saban's team, even if they pull out a, a, a sleazy win like this where it, it wasn't impressive, 
it's just like playing in the national championship over the past several years. Like they always get that special teams touchdown or they just completely crush an offense that's been doing really good all year long. And it's just like, well, where did that come from? Bama just always does this. That's why they only had that one loss and they're fine. They had this at home. I really think this kind of puts more on Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. I know Jackson Dart got rocked early in the game. And they didn't really say he had a concussion because he played the rest of the way, but his head hit the ground hard. Um, but like this kind of puts it on Lane Kiffin in, in my mind, at least, um, because Bama wasn't impressive. They just did enough to win. And this Ole Miss, I mean, they had been averaging a hell of a lot of points this year. Put up 73 against a small team, of course, Mercer. But, I mean, they played at Tulane and put up 37. Played Georgia Tech, put, put up 48. Put up 10. This kind of says more to me on Ole Miss because 24 points is manageable. You can go get that um, with Jackson Dart. And this is probably supposed to be one of the best offenses Ole Miss has had in a long time with Quinshawn Jud- Judkins running the ball. Uh, I mean, especially, I mean, the 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 kryptonite to uh, beating Bama is always having the running quarterback. Jackson Dart normally rushes for 60, 70, 80 yards a game. Like, that's why mm-hmm. y'all, y'all made me pick Ole Miss. You know, I think it was spread with seven. And I was gonna yeah. be like, nah, this ain't a panic mode button, whatever. Like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take Bama. And I think because of that, and thinking about that, I was like, okay, well, maybe Ole Miss can at least keep it within seven. I knew Bama would win the game, but they kind of shit the bed. So, I think this is one of the teams that's affected most by Clint's previous statement about Alabama is taking a step back. Like Lane Kiffin, like this is your time. If there's ever yeah. a time to overtake Bama, like this is it. And he just doesn't get the job done. Um, yep. so yeah, I'm yeah. kind of with you. I think it's more disappointing from Ole Miss than it is Alabama. I think they're kind of, they are what they are with their offense and it's going to be kind of shaky, but the defense will keep them in ball games. Yeah. Well, moving on to, I don't know why I, I, you know, I keep going, like going against my gut, which is like when you see a quarterback, that's not good. Like don't pick them to win the game. So <laughs> that being said, Oregon state taking on Washington state. Come in the game ranked 14th. <laughs> Washington State ranked 21st. Oh, Washington State man. wins 30, 38, 35. I mean, listen to this is why. Because he just oh, here he's go. averaging five he's averaging five yards, six, five point eight, six yards a pass. He's 17 <laughs> to 34 for 198 <laughs> yards. They just dink and dunk. Like who ca- like what are they doing? But this the the their best uh player on offense, this is the second guy from Carolina we talked about tonight that ran for over hundred yards. Deshaun Fenwick, eleven carries, 101 yards. 9.2 average and three touchdowns. Put him on my fantasy team. Maybe I'll win a game. So he was like the state. He was the story of the offense. But Washington State, man, Cameron Ward threw for 400 yards, five, uh, 400 yards, four touchdowns. Mm. And I think he Didn't ran, I call for, that? Yeah, ran for another one. Um, you call it, yeah, I, I think so. I think I but, said Cam Ward was going to go completely off in this game. And I think well, he did. He did. And I made the stupid mistake of picking Oregon State minus two and a half, which was very much wrong. Um, but yeah, close game that Washington State pulled off and yeah look I told you probably see him in a bowl game Oregon State versus Oklahoma can't wait to see it <laughs> <laughs> I'm back I'm back on it back on it I'm back on it yeah I mean for as a game to watch this was actually exciting I mean Oregon State made it a, a furious comeback in the fourth quarter scoring 21 points to kind of get it close again um, but they just hit a lull in that third quarter and didn't score any points I mean, I, like I said, I called it, and I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I knew Cam Ward was a he was a, he's a really good player. Um, DJ, you just get get these games. You sometimes get really good games, but Cam Ward was a, a, was a dude. 
So he's a five star talent. I better. He's, it's yeah. I swear. Yeah. I knew. <laughs> I said that before. Yeah. No, no. If you would have said it, I would have went off. If you would have said it in a serious manner, I would have went off. <laughs> I just absolutely would have. Uh, four hundred four yards and four touchdowns from Cam Ward, like you said, like that dude. Yeah, he's way better good. than DJ. I'd say. Yeah, I mean, you say you don't want to pat yourself on the back. I'll I'll pat you on the back because you definitely you called it. Um, now I picked Washington State in the spread too. Um, but yeah, Cam Ward went off. DJU kind of did DJU things and uh, fun stat the backup for Washington State Nick Harbor one for one 18 yards 100 QBR is he the next Paint Manning that's it, time will tell uh, he got <laughs> so he, he threw for half of what Caden McNamara threw on one pass <laughs> oh my god <laughs> dude. that is amazing it. get the Iowa dig in there and only four Two. less completions. He had yeah. one. Kid Magnum had five. That's oh, funny. man. Sucks to be a Hawkeye. Look, I'm not going to press the panic button back on. I mean, I've been on, on the panic button. I'm not going to freak out and go back to my statement, even though I still believe it. But Oklahoma pulled out a little dinky win, 20 to 6, in Cincinnati's first Big 12 game. Big whoop de doo. Oklahoma plays a conference opponent. What are we talking about here? The defense gives us six points. Is that what we're talking about here? I you mean, tell us. I don't know. You guys are big on Oklahoma, so I, I did pick them the covers. It, but they I came did, back down there. I think you mentioned too, like Vegas had it right on the money. What that's like fourteen and a half. Yeah, it's fourteen. It's fourteen. Yeah, it's fourteen. I mean, are you upset with it? Absolutely. I'm not. No, because they're just they're gonna as look as conference play goes, they're gonna prove my point. I'm just gonna sit back. I'm not gonna say I told you so, but I'm gonna say I told you so. Just let the season happen. So, what do you think Oklahoma's? I think we've probably asked this question before. But what is Oklahoma's record to you then, at the end of the year? Oh, I have to go back lot. and look at. I'm, we need to go back at the. That's the, a lot. The they are undefeated. That's a lot. They're gonna they're gonna lose like three games, three or four games. Do you think they got Iowa State, Iowa State, Texas, yes. UCF? Right. At least you're coming around to that preseason. No, like, I always said they should no. Yeah, they should. No, you ain't always said. You ain't always said. <laughs> okay, they, have, we, they should not have been ranked. I'm gonna pull a Dion. We fact. got. Rec- we got. That's I keep fact. the receipts. I keep the receipts. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they shouldn't That's have been ranked. Right. They're 14th they the- right now, and they have Texas and Kansas, and those are only two ranked opponents left on their schedule. Yeah, they they got to play BYU at the end of the year, who beat a good Arkansas team. BYU giant oh, killer, God. and they, and they got to and they got to play TCU. I mean, yeah, and they have to play UCF. So I mean, they have some pretty good, yeah. But like, I mean, they'll get blown out by Texas, hopefully. Hopefully, I mean, dude. Could, oh my god! Just let like your bias just flow out of you. It's amazing. Watch. <laughs> okay, so where does a uh lose by maybe three scores to Texas? But where does an eleven and one Oklahoma? They're not going eleven and one. I'm not even going to entertain that question. Well, then no. who else are they losing to? They losing at Kansas? Probably, dude. I'll take. You think Jaylen Dylan Gabriel's losing at Kansas? Bro, yes, I do. We're here again. I like, do. We're moving on. But they're going to lose at Kansas. I might go to that game. I might take a flight to Kansas. <laughs> okay. It Jesus. can't be expensive. If there is a flight, it might be Spend on all that money. Get your feelings up. hurt. Yeah. Little, okay, little I'll buy Cessna. a ticket for you. And I'm not going to pay for one coming back so you can stay there and marinate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, dude, I'll take you up on that. If you want to pay for it, I'll, I'll see how I get back. It's not a bad <laughs> idea. I get to see what I'm doing that. Oh, yeah, I got to see what I'm doing that weekend. I might want to have no, to. I'll buy you the ticket, but the, the, the return ticket is going to freaking Stillwater. 
going yeah, to Oklahoma. Go. There you go. Probably <laughs> my bus stop on the way back. Yeah. All right. Well, let's breeze through these next ones. Um, these all these are kind of blowouts going forward. Um, North Carolina taking on Pitt. They won forty-one twenty-four. Uh, I believe they covered the spread on that one. Um, next one, Duke easily covered the spread over UConn, forty-one to seven. Duke just keeps on rolling, getting ready for a big matchup next week when game day comes in town. Uh, let's see. So we're on to should be on nineteen, which I already played. So should be on to um Miami Temple. Yeah, Miami Temple. There you go. Appreciate that. Um, another blowout. Yeah. Miami won. Uh, what was that? Forty-one to seven. Yeah, forty-one to seven. Yeah. It no was surprise Temple. there. Um, and then are we on to Tennessee? Are we on, no, no, Florida. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's ranked twenty-third. Oh my bad, they changed it up on me. Yeah, we had UTSA at Tennessee. Tennessee won forty-five That's to right. fourteen. We've actually, this is like the most we've had like ranked teams playing each other. So it's like hard to. You're bouncing yep. back and forth. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've already covered Iowa. All right. So then number 25, Florida taking on Charlotte. That was, I think, I know, I don't, Jacob, what did you pick on that one? I know me and Jay, uh, Clint picked uh, Charlotte to cover. Charlotte to cover. I actually picked Florida thinking that, hey, it's only freaking Charlotte, but no, this is what Florida is. Yep. 22 7. No surprise there. I think, I don't think, I don't think, think Florida's a top 25 team. I know they're sitting right there at. Where are they? Are they still? They're still top twenty-five. They're twenty-five, I think. Yeah. So there's well, Fresno State is now. No, they're twenty-second. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry, they're twenty-second now oh, in the new AP AP poll. Su- surprised they moved them up. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think they're going to stay that way for a while. All right, well, that's the top twenty-five slate. Let's get into the uh, South Carolina Mississippi State game, and then we'll wrap this thing up. Uh, Jacob, we'll, we'll start with you first. Outside perspective, I know there's. That game was going on at the same time on Ohio State Notre Dame. I know I had both games up. I know you were kind of busy, but did you get to catch any of that, or what did you think of how that one turned out? This was mainly like a game cast kind of deal for me. I was kind of out and about a lot during this game, so I didn't get to see a whole lot of highlights from it. But um, this is impressive for y'all to – if you'd have told me going to the game that Will Rogers threw for 487 yards, like – one, that's normal because Will Rogers is like third in the SEC in passing yards, I think, ranking for a career, um, which is wild. But like y'all would still win. Like that's that's impressive. Um Rattler again, eighteen for twenty. That completion percentage. He's gonna set a record at least at Carolina probably for completion percentage or something this year. Um mm-hmm. just doesn't make mistakes, at least in these kind of games. Um that I was impressed, like your defense definitely could have played better, 400 yards, but you stopped the run, only 32 yards. So, I mean, w- what did y'all see? I just, I just know Xavier Leggett, dude. That dude has lit the world on fire this year. Really, kind of come out of and just lit it up. Yeah, yeah. Clint, I'm just gonna make a couple points. So I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna I'm about to say, go yeah, into it. That's what I was gonna say. I usually kind of go off, so I'll let you go first this time, and then I'll kind of clean up. I was just gonna say two things, which was, and not just two positive things. I don't. The, the negatives are obvious. The ball went flew over our heads multiple times, and we got burnt. Can't can't let that happen. Stop the run. We need we need more pressure on the quarterback. But two things: Spencer Rattler threw more touchdowns than he had in completions, and Xavier Leggett's leading the nation in receiving yards with five fifty six. So yeah, look, that's all. That's I need. that's exactly what I was gonna say. Leading the nation <laughs> right there. Um, yeah, I. Why our secondary is just like dead set on letting. 
teams burn us over the top several times a game. If it happens once, like, okay, like, learn your lesson. But, dude, they were just, like, running right by us. And it was like, oh, geez. Like, they're just going to keep throwing over the top of our heads because we are not keeping any kind of, you know, over-the-top coverage. It, it was kind of impressive to watch, honestly. Yeah, Will Rogers, 487 yards. That's unacceptable. Like, if you want to we talked about Carolina being a good team, you can't be giving up yardage like that and be a good team. You're, you're just not going to win a lot of games. I, doing I that. saw the the leading receiver there had 256 yards, and I was like, okay, this dude yeah. must be like a huge tight end or something. He's a 5'10", 180 like senior. Like oh, he had, so he had Griffin. He had 200 at halftime. Yeah, God. And it yeah. wasn't like it wasn't like, like uh, Will Rogers was throwing like these dimes that were just threading like you know in the breadbasket to where only <laughs> catch it. No, they had his our, our guys beat by like five yards, and they were just chasing him. It's like, what is happening? Which I don't understand why we were getting sucked in so much. Like, if you looked, I know Nicky Minwari made a made a mistake when he was trying to call, like call an, uh, an audible or an adjustment. He got sucked in, but it's like on on the run plays, our de- our defensive line was like disruptive good, yeah. uh, enough as it is. And like maybe this is coming back to haunt me because I've always said in the past, like, why do we always sit back in coverage and let everything just get underneath us? Now we go mm. man up and we just get burnt. Um, we know we don't have a lot of depth there, but like we do have athletic guys, albeit they're young. So yeah, it's just one of those things, man. Like, like I said, I, I definitely didn't expect Will Rogers to throw for almost 500 yards. Like watching that game, I felt like we were two touchdowns better. Like, you know, yeah. and we got into it over text about like we. We definitely ran the ball a lot, a lot, a lot, and then some, and then we would throw touchdowns, and then decide to run the ball and some, just throw the ball like if it's mm. working. Like they, they, they obviously had no answer for Leggett. I mean, the first play was just like a little slant play, like it wasn't nothing crazy. And then we start off the second half with an absolute just, hey man, go run by him real quick, and just throws a bomb, makes a crazy like. I mean, that was a tough catch. Um, yeah, and I don't know why we don't take shots like that more often. Like they obviously weren't having a lot of safety help. I mean that's what the run game does but i mean overall like i i think i i calmed myself down when i watched the post game thing because beamer was like look we know we're a little depleted on the defensive side so if we run the ball we run more clock out that kind of thing so i get it from that perspective just as a fan perspective i was like man we could blow this thing open if we just throw the ball down the field like he's faster than everybody else yeah Dude, that that first like slant you were just talking about, where he caught it when when I was watching it, I was like, "Ooh, that's a good little play, like a good little fifteen yard pickup." And dude, he just ran by everybody, and I was like, "Oh my god, I didn't know he was like that." <laughs> um, two things: one, Mario Anderson RB one should be for the rest of the year. Um, you can just tell. Uh, I I the Caron Joiner, for those that don't know, is the ultimate teammate. Like he is. Die hard, Carolina will do whatever it takes to uh, help the team win. Going from quarterback to wide receiver to running back, love the dude. Uh, that's the kind of guy you want in your team, especially as you know being a leader. Dude's not a running back. Um, he's an athlete, but we 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 tried with him, and it just it doesn't look right. As soon as we start playing Mario Anderson, you could tell like, okay, that's the running back we need to be playing starting the game. Um, so that was one thing I took away from it. Two is like it felt like we were kind of just playing with our food a little bit this game. Like you could just tell we were better, but like we didn't want to like act like it. We were that. That's what I'm saying. That's what was so frustrating. It's like just go be up by twenty and then hand the ball off. Yeah, like I, I feel like we could have easily went up. And I think like I'm a little more like 
like you're quicker i feel like to be like just keep throwing a ball like because in my my eyes i'm like we have to try to get this run game figured out for the sake of the rest of the year um but even i toward in you know in some parts of this game it's like what are we doing why like just throw the ball it's so easy just throw it spencer looks so comfortable like like y'all talked about jacob 18 18 of 20 288 yards guys like looking like it's just a scrimmage against the practice squad and then we're just like trying to stuff the ball in for one yard gains and you're just like oh god dude why like you see he could i don't know it was kind of frustrating to watch but i get it like you're trying to figure it out you're trying to get the defense a break you're not going to get better at the run if you never run um so it was just a, a an odd game kind of for me to watch but hey we got the win i'll take it you know it's kind of a situation i don't even know who do we have next i I know this this month is kind of yeah i was about to say this month is going to be kind of because we have tennessee and i know we got a and m later this month too so um yeah obviously you know with uh spencer he's great hopefully we learn some lessons with the run game. Hopefully this freaking secondary learns some lessons moving forward. And we're not getting burned for 480 something yards a game, uh, through the years. So. Yeah. I was excited with the, uh, I mean, like I, I'm normally not that guy. Like I, I, I know we need balance. I know we need to run the ball. It's just when, you, when you're, when it seems just to be an easy concept because your wide receiver is better than their DB and obviously mm. faster than them and the safety. It's like, let's just, let's feed him. Um, but dude, there were a couple run plays, man. Like, you know, seven, eight, nine yard runs, whatever. Like, they were showing the offensive line, like, you know, after the play, picking up the runway. Dude, the offensive line was just juiced, just so pumped about. I was like, I'm glad, like, you guys are happy. Yeah. You know, getting eight, nine, ten yards. Like, that's the energy we need. Like, if you guys are pumped about yeah. that, like, they know they're finally getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, real quick, we'll get like, so Tennessee next week. Um, then we get a week off, and then we have Florida ranked currently missouri ranked and then a and m to end out october so and then we get jacksonville state so october is going to be you know i mean this next four game stretch oh that's in october okay crazy all i mean yeah so saturday's 30th so then yeah the rest are all october oh Um, dude oh god yeah you're right dude i'm so this year's flown by holy crap all right yeah you're right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah, well Um, and and i also gotta say like um, Doty, this is his fourth game in a row with a reception. He's just a flat out. Dude, receiver. you love Doty. I like. I I I appreciate. He's a local kid. He's from Doty Ruby's a... high school, but like still, no, no, just I, like I, that's I'm, just some I'm, wild I'm, yeah. thing. I think he only caught what he caught one pass, maybe one for four. He so he's just keeping the streak alive. It was a first down. I remember that he got us the first down on that play. I know. Yeah. That. <laughs> yeah, he's reliable and he knows all the plays, so it's like easy to kind of fill him in. I guess like. And yeah. to me, if he's in the game and maybe make thinks some like maybe makes the defense think, all right, well he might throw the ball, he might run the ball, That's like true. probably gives him a little, you know, maybe they back off a little bit or kind of are on edge, knowing that he can't throw the ball if need be. So, but yeah, surprise, man, came in with the long sleeves, the gloves on, ready to go. So, do, do y'all have Trey Knox? Sorry, do y'all have the boss score pulled up for Mississippi State by chance? Yeah, the what you, what so. You Running back had one carry nine yards. Last name Griffin. Give me that first name. Do y'all see Dietrich. that? He's the leading receiver. Le-Dietrich. Yeah, that was the receiver. I'm not Ladetrick. No, 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 no Russian. Ladetrick. Okay. Oh, Jaquavius. I was oh. a, no, 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 no. Well, the running it's, back it's was Jaquavius. Yeah, I said running back. I didn't mean that. Uh, 
I just saw the name and I was like, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. That's uh, because I, I was know, watching this just, again. I was watching this like just through my phone, almost no sound. Uh, so I was looking at that name, like, okay, oh yes, yeah. they got a receiver named Creed Whitmore. Like we got, we could do a whole podcast on names, dude. Dude, they said really that good. during the broadcast. They were like, they said one of our guys' name, they uh, Tree, and then they were like, you wait till you hear this other guy's name, and then this other guy's name. They were throwing on all kinds of names. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole other podcast. Oh man, but yeah, we look good. Look, I'm happy to get a win. Something we needed because we got this tough stretch. I don't know how, and we'll talk about it later this week. But Tennessee's 11 and a half point favorites, and I would absolutely hammer those points because it ain't gonna be like last year. But we're definitely gonna beat this team because Joe Milton's trash. He's better than <laughs> DJ, but he's trash. Oh, sure. wrap it Dang up, it. boys. We we lose by 20. All because JC just keep, keep his no freaking shot. mouth shut. It's no shot, dude. Yeah. Okay, think about it. Now. Spencer Rattler has a 75% completion percentage. That's with throwing 20 incompletions and a half for Georgia. Take those away, dudes. Like, I don't know. Out of his world numbers. <laughs> out of his world. I agree. Yeah. When we true. run the table and he's sitting up in New York for the ceremony. Just remember, I don't what, you know about, remember what you said about me, Jacob. I don't know about that, dude. We'll just if pull we up run, your. If we run the table. We'll pull I'll buy, if he goes to New York, I will buy and wear a Rattler jersey for like a certain amount of time or something. I will figure I something like out, that. but I will legit spend the hundreds of dollars, buy myself a Rattler jersey. and You I'd can wear it. whatever to work, right? Like I need you to wear it, keep it on for like a <laughs> week straight. <laughs> a week straight? Like don't even wash it, don't even like shower and with like, it. And like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be there to make sure you get out the house. Like we have to go places. <laughs> Meet me in Columbia at the Bojangles. Actually, no, we're gonna drive up to Clemson. Oh God! If, if he does go to Columbia or not Columbia, Jesus! If he does go to the Heisman ceremony, I'm getting UJC a shirt that that is just the quote from one of your old episodes that says Spencer's not gonna win the Heisman and just have Thank that God. printed. Somebody and you can wear that, that one. That was yeah. back in twenty twenty-one. Yeah, a couple not years ago. No, I know. Team. I said he doesn't suck, but he's not gonna win the Heisman. Okay, now you're saying you know why? That's 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 showing you how much I hate Oklahoma from going back in the day. Oh, it's not about Venables, it's about <laughs> Oklahoma. It was about Venables, it hate, wasn't about Spencer, but Oklahoma it was just was Oklahoma. It's just Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. It's just Oklahoma. That's all it is. I don't even know why. Neither do we, dude. <laughs> Look, one day I'll figure it out. But it's okay, man. Look, you, you don't believe in my picks and they're coming to fruition, and I don't believe in Oklahoma, and that's gonna come to fruition. Just give it time. 11 and 1 is what I'll tell you what they're going to be. They're not going to left, dude. They're not going to 11 and 1. I, honestly, shot. Dylan Gabriel, let, let's make that a bet. I bet Dylan Gabriel will get more Heisman votes than Spencer Rattler will. How? <laughs> yeah, with that schedule, sure. Okay, well, I mean, it doesn't matter about the schedule, my friend. It's just yes, about it does, the Heisman that's votes. Who you that's play, what we're yeah. betting on. If we played fucking Buck Tussle University Tech, we'd probably th- <laughs> score 60 points too, bro. But Tussle, I want to play like, those okay. guys. <laughs> University Tech. That's what I'm University saying. University Tech. That's that's who they're playing, dude. What's crazy <laughs> is they like. There's a lot of people saying they look great. Dylan Gabriel isn't even the best QB on the roster. I think this this guy Jackson Arnold is is actually Arkansas the guy. State, SMU, Tulsa, Cincinnati. Wow, so scary. Hmm. We you can go back bro. and ask any high. It's it's not about the schedule necessarily, it's about the stats you put up and be yeah, on a really good I team. I put up stats for Arkansas State. We opened up with North Carolina and we've played Georgia and we played we've played three like actual opponents. You can take Furman out if you want. 
They have wow. They played Cincinnati. They won twenty to six. Like thank you, thank you for allowing us to take Furman out of that. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) allow you to take Furman out of that. Well, Spencer only played a half anyway and one drive. So I'm just. They, if we they, put that schedule, we're Oklahoma hate is palpable, and I'm trying to figure out why. Just, just, just remember that, Clint, because he's not he's not going to remember it. Just know that Dylan Gabriel will, be, will have more Heisman votes than he'll remember it. No he'll shot. be like, "This is just why I said that. it," and he'll right, give us no 47 shot. excuses of why he he hated the undefeated Oklahoma team. You tell me right now, Dylan Gabriel is a better quarterback than Spencer Rattler. No shot. I mean, it's another pod, but like, shit. Look up the career stats. Oh, the career. I'm talking about this year, bro. This year. Because they both play currently. on the same oh, team. Currently. So now it's about currently. this year. Now it's about this year. That's, we came into not? the year and you were like, last year, when Oklahoma was dog shit, five and seven. We were doing a preview about this coming year before the season started. Now we are in the middle of the season. So now we are talking about the current season. We had nothing else to talk about. No, no, no. Because you were saying that they shouldn't even be ranked. But this is a whole new year. We were already into the new year. I say that. I said, what did I say? I said they shouldn't be ranked to start the year, which was That's accurate. Right. And you agree with me on that. And then I they, not, they well, went into I did, games. I did agree, but you were saying it was because of last year. But I'm, but, no, but saying I'm saying <laughs> we're, we're, I'm comparing Dylan Gabriel and Spencer Rattler this year. Dylan Gabriel was hurt the last couple of years anyway. So I don't think there's a lot yeah, to compare. He's come back from that too, by the way. Yeah. So if you want to compare career stats, I guarantee you Rattlers are better because he's played you're a probably, lot. Longer. You're, honestly, you're probably right. That's what I'm saying. That. Okay, okay. Terrible can, leg injury. If you're saying like he's been hurt, why would you? I didn't, I didn't bring it up. Stats? I didn't bring up the career. I, I brought thing. that up. That's he brought honestly, up the career. No, I, I did. This I did. year. I did. You're right. Oh, oh, no, it's, okay. Look, this I got year. you. I got you. I got because you. I did forget that was almost like a career ending injury because he got his leg torn up in that. So that's kind of unfair on my part. Yeah. And I kind of forgot about 2023. You cannot tell me that he has played better than Spencer Rattler. I'll give you the stats, and I I know yeah, obviously I want to give them here. I okay. would love to hear them because y'all yeah, play in these. Buck, Tulsa you're both they're four and zero, oh, and y'all are two and two. Y'all play. Oh, both we know Carolina the record. They played trash, trash, okay, trash. I'm trying to tell Cincinnati. Them, trying to tell, I'm trying to look at their record and tell which ones they've played so far. Um, they've played Arkansas State, SMU, Tulsa, thank you. and Cincinnati, and Cincinnati. 73-0, okay. 66-something. So right now, Rattler's stats, he's done for 1,242 yards, seven touchdowns, two picks, and 83 QBR, which is 12th in the nation. Check those uh, touchdowns. Dylan Gabriel, 1,227 yards, 12 touchdowns, one mm-hmm. pick, 86.6 QBR. That's eighth What's in the, the nation. Com- and completion percentage is what? Uh, that's for the one game. <laughs> Let me see what the... So 68.4 for this last game. Trash. So 78% is Dylan Gabriel. Uh, 74% for Rattler so far this year. Dude, you got a girl in Oklahoma that like pissed you off or something. What is happening? <laughs> I'm trying to figure it Gabriel, out. Gabriel, I mean, yes. Smoke show, baby. Gabriel's yeah, had, got better stats right now, but I, I think, yes, y'all played a harder schedule. Has he played Georgia? I guarantee you if he played Georgia, he'd have 20 incompletions too. Consumer does <laughs> against Texas. 20, $20 bet, 20 incompletions for Texas. All right, JC, is Oklahoma good? 20 incompletions? Is, is Oklahoma good? Yes. They're, yeah, they're good, but they're not 11 and 1 good. What are they? That's why I asked him earlier. Wait, answer. 9 and 3. You think right, where are they losing then? They're losing to Kansas. That's what I'm saying. They got the losing only two ranked opponents they got is Texas and Kansas right now. I know. Just wait. 
But who? We'll figure out. Upset. They're four. BYU, no. you think they're Kansas, lead, they're losing Oklahoma three State? more three games. Okay, tops ten and two. They're definitely they're losing to Texas, and they're going to lose to BYU or Kansas. Oklahoma State might get them. Never BYU, count on Are you Oklahoma State? You saw what Oklahoma State shit to bed. The other I just week. think it's a rivalry. Arkansas. Do you see what Arizona State did to USC? That shouldn't have happened. Fourteen point game. I'm saying anything can happen. It's college football. That's USC's defense. They, we knew they were not that good. They haven't Is proven Oklahoma's themselves yet. That good. They haven't proven themselves yet either. It's better than USC's. Yeah. I, oh yeah, of course. I would say uh, it's better than USC's. Yeah. That that smoke show, man, tearing you up. All upset about <laughs> it. Not, look, all just upset wait. about it. Just wait and see. So who is who's Can't, the other loss? Then you think it's you literally I just said Kansas and Texas, and then BYU or some or Oklahoma State pulling upset, or TCU at the end. So according to you, Oklahoma's going to shit the bed this year. I said that when the year started. <laughs> that they're going to just shit the bed. I didn't say shit the bed. Well, they're going to have to. They're four They're going to have to shit the bed to, to, to finish nine and three. Yeah, they're good. They're finally they're finally playing conference opponents. All right. I want all this clipped. I want it sent direct to my, my text messages. I got, and I'm going to save it to you. my phone. That way, because yep. you know, I don't do social media. I don't know how to do all that stuff. So I'm just. You've turned us into Oklahoma Sooner fans, dude. Like, yeah, screw what are you, you guys really? Doing? What are you guys doing? <laughs> I just my phone's it like listening, it though, because Facebook. It's like y'all had me defending Alabama with the panic button the other day. Like, screw y'all for making no, me defend Alabama. Alabama. I mean, I, Clint wasn't <laughs> far off at the panic button. They were looking kind of. With yeah, that, that quarterback, was, that was shaky. Yeah, it was well, shaky. Now my 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 phone listens. Now every time I go on Facebook, it's like, "Do you want an Oklahoma jersey?" I'm like, "Yeah, to start my fire, starting to get cold down here." <laughs> That's the only reason. Cold. It was like 77 degrees yesterday. We we need a show bet right now. Yeah, we need a show bet. Will you bet the nine okay. and three? Yeah, I'll bet the nine and three. Hold, so they could finish anything better nine and three. Okay, all right, I'll take that bet. What's what's the? I'll bet nine and three. The, what are we wagering? What, what's what's on the line here? I, I got the over on that uh, too. And this and this is this is regular season, not bowl game. Right. right. Yeah. Just the twelve regular. I mean, season that would games. help. Me. Yeah. Nine and three regular season. Mm. Um. Should I just like I have you? I have to buy an Oklahoma jersey and wear it to like X amount number of days or out to places or something. I, yeah, I like those fine. kind of bets better because you like, get to like, keep I have, uh, to, I have to like I have to wear Oklahoma jersey. How about this? I have to wear an Oklahoma jersey, go to a bar during their bowl game and cheer for like every time. Actually, <laughs> you know what I'd rather you do? I'd rather you get a jersey, frame it, and you have to hang it on your wall for a year. Yeah, that's, that's actually what, what I really I, I like. I like the buying the jersey. That way, every time you walk into your house, you got to yeah, look at it and be like, tough. I'm an idiot. And then uh, same <laughs> way, same way, go another way. If if we lose, I guess we need to find a jersey or something that I would have to get. I told uh, you, Rattler, I'll buy a yeah, Rattler you, jersey. No, you put the you want an Oklahoma jersey in your house hanging? Okay, hold on. So they don't hey, your bet me is that bad. I don't know over nine and three. So much. What's I that? Don't, I just don't I don't buy the hype. So Clint's bet is if if they're better than nine and three, he wins, and you'll buy like some other jersey. But if my bet with you is about the Heisman odds, so if Oh. Rattler gets more votes in the Heisman than Dylan Gabriel, then I'll buy a Rattler jersey. But if it's vice versa, vice versa, you'll buy a Dylan Gabriel jersey. I don't want none All of right, that. And the Spencer yeah. Rattler jersey gets hung up in your house for a year. We can figure that out. And yeah, sure. Well, I'll just and buy I, the I jersey. Get the, I get the autograph. It. I'm going to put the rat man. <laughs> do it. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, do it. 
Sign and date it. Yeah, fuck it. He's just going to sign it, Mike, the next. <laughs> Clint? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but mine's not the same. I'm not the highest bet. I'm just the, the, the record bet. Yeah, right, yeah. just the, the record. And what would you so what, 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 punishment? What, what, yeah, what's my punishment? Uh, yeah. You'll suck on it. I don't know what your punishment I like the buying the jersey because even if it, like the losing the bet sucks, but like you get to keep a part of college football, if nothing else. Uh, I agree. I suppose it's gonna be like annoying. Oklahoma fight song is your ringtone. Um, <laughs> Phones on vibrate has been since like 2012. <laughs> no, that would be the bet. You have to keep that thing on loud. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's a good question, actually. Um, I mean, we can figure it out later. I ain't even I worried. To, yeah, it needs to be something, huh? I said we can figure it out later. I don't, I'm not even worried. There's no way that it's even gonna matter. Can't wait. So yeah, y'all think about they, it. We'll we'll let the hope they audience next know week. next next episode. I hope they lose <laughs> the Iowa State next week. That's too hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. Oh man. Oh man. Um. This is what I'll late night pods well, do. Yeah, that's true. We got carried away the last 20 minutes. We did. <laughs> All right, boys. Well, to uh, to Oklahoma, the Gamecocks, and the uh, two and two Tigers. See you guys next week. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. See ya. See ya, boys. See ya.